Hey, happy Friday, Keegan. Happy Friday, Cheeto. How's it going? It's going well, and happy Friday to Dog Nation as well. And Dog Nation, welcome to Notre Dame Game Week. Uh, This is Friday before the game. Uh, As always, I am your host, Cheeto, your favorite Zambian, and with me is Keegan Chenal, and this is Dogs Off the Leash. Let's get it. Oh, okay, man. So let's let's open it up. We're here finally. What felt like a, a long, long game week. I know a lot of Georgia fans have had this one circled for a minute, and it's finally here. Our first real test uh, as far as our season goes, man. College game day in Athens. Huge recruiting weekend. Uh, oh, we, that and a lot of other stuff to talk about, man. How are you feeling going into this weekend? Man, I'm absolutely excited. The dogs are really going to have their first test this week. You know, last year Notre Dame only lost to Clemson, so if we can come out and put on a good performance, it's really a good measuring stick for what our season's looking like for the rest of it. It's very excited. How are you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. To me, uh, and this has been a theme, you know, since we've started our podcast and really – I would say since Kirby got here, I know we started, you know, that 8-5 and five season in 2016. But, you know, these games, you know, Dog Nation has always looked forward to them. But now we can look forward to winning these games and winning these games very handily. And, again, with College Game Day in town, uh, you know, we've been recruiting at a super high level. But this, dude, this might just put us over the top. I can't even – uh, imagine, I know you've got some of the numbers on what they're expecting, you know, as a head count in Athens, Georgia, you know, whether it's inside the stadium or outside, it's supposed to be bonkers. Yeah, man, it's going to be absolutely crazy. I, I read a report where they're expecting at least about 100,000 people outside of the stadium visiting, not including the residents of Athens or the 92, whatever, thousand plus 500 extra seats to accommodate the Notre Dame fans already expected inside the stadium for the game. So it's going to be absolutely insane environment. I know the uh, officials of Athens and UGA are really getting their ducks in a row preparing for that. So I just would encourage all the fans visiting to be safe and to really do your part to not add to the chaos that is this weekend. Um, that said, like you said, College game day coming for the first time in six years, which is really, as a you know Georgia fan, it's hard to believe because we have been in the national spotlight. I'm t- I know we've played college game day games at other uh, visiting yeah. like stadiums, but as far as in Athens, LSU 2013, just for the fans, you know, thinking back on that time, do you want to kind of paint a picture for what that was like, how long ago that actually was, and uh, yeah, culture. Dude, I, I remember it. Uh, that that was one of the best games I, I've ever attended. Uh, and then with LSU, you know, for the the Dog Nation faithful who have been that way for a while, you know, prior to that LSU game, you know, it was the um, you know we ha- I think we had the game in LSU prior to that last time we play- played them, and you know there was the penalty on you know a kickoff. Uh, I think we had scored on a uh, kickoff return or something like that. Right. We got a penalty and then, you know, gave the gave LSU good field position and ultimately we ended up losing that game. Uh, and I remember there was still a little bit of bad blood between the fan bases uh, after that. 
Um, and then the storyline then, you know, LSU was in a really good place. They had Mettenberger at the time who had left mm-hmm. UGA, and UGA fans, you know, we're very familiar with that right now with Justin Fields killing it up at Ohio State and Jacob Eason over at Washington. So that was that was then, but that was absolutely nuts. That was my first college game day on campus. Uh, I, I remember people setting up their tents as early as Thursday. I mean, it's a, it's a whole weekend. <laughs> it's a whole weekend. There's no right. way you go to college game day and you're like, well, I, I'm, it's, I might just kind of partake. If you go to Athens for college game day, you are a participant, whether you choose to be or not. Like, it's, it's your weekend, and it's, a, it's, it's an event. Uh, and I know everybody who's going down there this weekend is going to have an amazing time. Uh, and hopefully the result will end uh, the same way it did with LSU. An amazing game, uh, but a win. And we won that game, I believe it was 41, 44, 44 Georgia, 41 LSU, and a shootout that uh, I'm not soon going to forget. I think you got the scores backwards. Flip, I think flip them. Or I don't know. Or maybe I'm wrong. But either way, 44-41, Georgia came out on top. So Yes, I think, you I know, think that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's just exciting because, you know, for us, this is, like I said, it was a true test. You know, Notre Dame fans, they have a lot more to be nervous about in many ways besides the fact that they have to look forward to somehow stopping our explosive offensive running attack where, you know, I think we're averaging all four backs that we've really been putting in rotation are averaging six plus yards. I mean, unheard of kind of numbers. And with that, you know, Notre Dame, we're their toughest game by far, head and shoulders. The next two games they have that are even close to this, it's Stanford and Michigan. Both those teams will probably lose three games this year. So if they don't win, you know, they snuck into the college playoffs last year. A lot of the Georgia fans, a lot of the Georgia players were – voicing their opinions around the country. I know Twitter got pretty fired up during the game when Clemson ended up winning 30-3. to So for Notre Dame, it's a big to-do about respect and kind of like putting their name in a bucket, whereas for Georgia, our schedule is still pretty loaded. We have Auburn, Florida. Um, who else we got that's ranked? Um, Texas A&M. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. You know, we know we got a few, many opportunities to really prove ourselves against teams that are, in that elite conversation. So it is a huge – it's really even a bigger game for Notre Dame, even though uh, just on paper, you know. So we can really kind of ruin their season early, <laughs> which is yeah. exciting. So I'll something be glad to. Look to. Forward to. So, yeah, so what do you kind of – as far as the game itself and the details and the micro, what are you kind of looking forward to to kind of like, you know, keys to the game or expectations you'd like to see met for, for our dogs this Saturday? Okay. So, you know, just – trying to be neutral about it, I uh, do agree with you. You know, De- Notre Dame definitely has more to lose. Uh, we have an SEC slate, so we can still make a good impression. Uh, but as far as the expectations uh, for me for this game, it's also what you touched on, um, our UGA run game. So let me, let me put it this way, just if you want to look at, you know, national rankings. I know we've played three games. They've only played two. But currently, UGA's run game, which no dog fans need to be reminded about, we are number eight nationally. So if you throw our talented running backs into the mix, starting from DeAndre Swift, Brian Harry, Zeus, uh, Mm. McIntosh, who had a great, great run uh, last week and kind of showed us finally, you know, how talented he is. And don't forget James Cook. That, going along with our offensive line, that's a tough day for anybody, especially in Athens. And uh, the Vegas guys, you know, they have us, I believe it's a 14.5 favorite in this game 
And I, I, I like that. I know Notre Dame has a good defense or, you know, more times than not, they show up with a really good defense. But to come to Athens and you've already been struggling with lesser teams defending the run, they're ranked 120th in the nation. And I think they only account for 130-so teams. So they're almost dead last in run defense. Now, a, a lot of those numbers come from their game with Louisville. And while Louisville ran the ball, their quarterback was a dual-threat quarterback. So, he, you know, when, when they broke down the pocket, he would run and scramble on them. Sometimes it was design runs. Sometimes they did just do the read option and give it to the running back. So take that with a little grain of salt. But nonetheless, they cannot – I don't know if it's poor tackling that they had or they're just porous over there. But they struggle with it, and it's going to show up on Saturday, no doubt about that. So if you're going to ask me expectations, I, I think it's going to be – a grind-out game. We're going to hit you with four running backs, and if you think you're going to stack the box against Jake Fromm and the wide receivers that we now all of a sudden have, I love how the the, the storyline changes so fast when you produce. You, we'll burn you on the outside. We'll burn you with the tight ends, and Jake Fromm is going to have to be big on third down. That's what we need, and that's what I expect, to be completely honest with you. Now, on the flip side, I want to ask you, because I wanted to give, you know, the, our offense versus their defense, what do you think is going to become of our defense and Ian Book, who, in my opinion, this whole game rests on Ian Book. Their running back may not even play uh, from some of the reports that I've seen. So what are you expecting from UGA defense, Notre Dame offense, that, in that matchup? Well, I think that we've been doing a very good job with our havoc rate. Um, we've been able to really kind of disrupt offenses, what they're trying to do. This, the amount of sacks, I think we're averaging about five sacks a game. Um, so, it's you know, it's been quite impressive what they've been able to accomplish. I think our defense really just has the upper hand completely. Ian Book is a mobile quarterback, so if we're going to be able to stop Ian Book, we're going to really have to maybe throw a QB spy, maybe keep, you know, keep our eyes out for his potential to run. He's not blazingly fast, but he does have that aggressive tendency to capture open space, which is what you want in a quarterback. So I, I've been impressed by seeing what he can do. I know that, uh, you know, watching Notre Dame's last game against New Mexico State, they did a lot of misdirection. I expect them to kind of change it up. They're going to have creative play calls. They know what they're up against. I'm sure they're looking at the matchup, scratching their heads, trying to figure out how they're going to beat this George defense. So they're, they're going to be playing creative. I, you know, wouldn't be surprised if they had some fake field goals, some fake punts. Oh, yeah. You know, it's going to be one of those kind of games where, they're going to be pulling out all the all the tricks, all the hats to be able to stop us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that Georgia just needs to play discipline, get their heads down, continue doing what they're doing with the havoc rate. You know, put some uh, pressure on that QB, and I think that we'll, we won't have anything to worry about if we can do all that. Absolutely. And to Notre Dame's credit, they are um, again they've only played two games to so our three, but they are uh, an elite company as far as turnover margin per game. Um, they have forced a lot of takeaways in their two games, and right. they don't give up the ball. And uh, anybody who knows football, you know, turnovers can always change a game. So that, along with penalties, is going to be a big deal for us. Some other keys, though, um, like I, I mentioned first, the UGA offense versus their defense. Our offense, the goal of, you know, the run game and converting on third down will also be um, some of the keys that will help with that will be our running back depth. Uh, to, to date, DeAndre Swift hasn't had more than, I don't believe, 12 carries uh, per game. I think the official number is 11.5. They are going to see a healthy dose of DeAndre Swift early and often. 
Um, but we should still rotate running backs, keep them fresh. That way we can grind them down in the fourth. Um, holding possession, he and, keeping Ian Book off the field. Um, a lot of people may not know this, but as far as up to this point, Ian Book is pretty much their quarterback and their running back. He leads the team in rushing touchdowns, rushing yards, and rushing attempts uh, for Notre Dame. And, again, their right. running back is in question right now. So you can see well, when I say the game rests on his shoulders, uh, I mean that very, very literally. The numbers show that very literally. Um, and then, like you were saying, you know, the linebacker is going to be very important here, uh, not only with the havoc, right, but we're going to have to contain him. Whether you do that with a spy, uh, whether you do that, you know, just with your scheme, uh, whatever it is. But this guy, you know, Kirby said in his presser, He's one of those quarterbacks that where even if you make a bad call as an offensive coordinator, he can fix the play, scramble, and turn it into a first down, second and short, third and short, whatever the situation is. So uh, a lot of focus will be will have to be on him if we're going to be successful. Uh, and then going along with that, you know, with our run game, play action is going to be big. Can they defend that if they if they try to stack the box? Um, we need to protect the ball so we don't feed into Notre Dame's turnover margin. And then big plays. Uh, of course, from the running backs will be crucial. And then Jake Fromm on third down, he's been one of the most efficient quarterbacks uh, of the year up to this point. I expect that to continue. Um, and I think that's what it's going to take for us to be successful. Um, but really, uh, I think the dogs have been grounded all week, and this is really going to be a game for us to showcase that we are the real deal to the rest of the nation. And if Notre Dame can come out with a W in Athens, I would be, I mean, I would be utterly impressed. Like, they'll, they'll have earned it. Let me just put it that way. Like, I don't well, want to downplay them, but they'll have earned it. Well, I think, you know, they're averaging, what, 50 points a game. They have a, an elite secondary. They have a, you know, subpar front seven, but a, pretty much an elite secondary, especially when you look at, like, the kind of production. I think they had three interceptions last week, and they were all, you know, really ball-hawking moves. It wasn't really like the, the QB was just tossing it up in the air. They were impressive plays, to say the least, against, you know, any quarterback. Uh, I think Notre Dame, they have a cohesive unit. They have some seniors. Outside of that, I, and actually I would say I would, you know, put a little asterisk here too. They have a really solid special team. So that's one area of their team that they have done a, an incredibly good job at producing. Now, will they do as good against UJ? We will see. But I just think those are the things that fans really ought to look forward to as far as the matchups and actual challenges that Georgia will realistically be facing against Notre Dame, that said, I don't think it's really going to be a problem, and I do think that we will cover the spread. I would not be surprised if we went up 21, 30 points, but, of course, I'm biased, and that's what I want to happen. So I'm really looking forward to it. And like we were you know, kind of saying as far as ramifications for the game, you got the big playoff ramifications. you got a lot of major recruits that are – Right at the cusp, I think uh, like someone like Zachary Evans might be in attendance. You know, some big of these time. big Georgia guys that we're trying to bring in, um, or he's from uh, Texas, but you know, Georgia recruits that we're trying to bring in. And I think that you know, the big storyline here is you have two teams that have elite programs in the nation that have not won a national championship since the '80s. So. We both have chips on our shoulders. We, you know, we both have something to prove. The fan bases are more than ready to win a big game like this with a national spotlight on them. It's just a matter of who comes to play and comes to show up. And I think it's safe to say that this will be the biggest game 
and Dooley Field's history. Short-lived, but biggest game. So No doubt. We are all a part of history, and that is another thing to look forward to tomorrow. And speaking of history, um, we played Notre Dame two times prior to this weekend, correct? Absolutely. That's cool. And I, I'd be hard-pressed to find, you know, a real dog fan who doesn't know this, but, um, you know, we are very aware of the 2017 game uh, in South Bend against Notre Dame, which was Jake Fromm's first start. Now, we barely got away with that. Um, you know, looking back, that was uh, the week after Jacob Easton had went down and, uh, mm. again, Jake Fromm had just taken the reins as a freshman. Uh, right. and we, we sealed that game. Uh, with a, a game-ending sack on their last drive. That could have went so many other ways. Uh, and then prior to that, our – well, I won't say our soul because I know there's a national championship that we claim uh, from the 1940s, but that 1980 national championship game uh, where Herschel Walker, I mean, they just gave him the ball and just let him go to work uh, against Notre Dame. So, um, you know, with that being said, both of these fan bases know each other. Maybe not too well, but we know each other. And I and I found out there's actually a nice, there's a really nice respect, you know, between the fan bases, unlike other, you know, other teams that have played each other in such big games or, you know, pivotal right. games that we all remember. There seems to be, obviously, we have a big respect for Notre Dame. They have a, a storied, a storied program. Uh, you know, UGA, we wish we could be, you know, have as many championships as they do. Uh, and then Notre Dame, at the same time, they have all of that, all those trophies in those cases but when they play us we come to play so I think they both sides share a mutual respect uh, and I think game day and games between fan bases like that are so much more enjoyable when both sides aren't at each other's throats like we are with Florida and Auburn and Tech because we hate them but there's like a like you guys you guys know how to play good football yeah you you guys do too I think that's that's great for the average football game game uh, or average football fan when you can enjoy a game like that. Yeah, man, I think that we are in for a big Hollywood matchup, and I'm just so excited to see it. I'm actually going to make the trek with a couple of friends. I know you said you were going to kind of watch it. Where are you planning on watching the game? I'm going to be in Atlanta. Um, Yeah, as as far as an entire college game day, uh, I I would love to do it, but I I don't think this is the weekend for it. But – uh, I do. I fully expect you to have a great time, and I hope you get some good footage or, or some good pictures of the chaos that will be Athens, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. I'll definitely bring my camera and try to give a little inside scoop with my eye on the streets for our off the leash listeners. And I, I just want to say, you know, appreciate you guys listening and keeping up with off the leash. And we are going to continue. Hammering it down, bringing that good quality, nonchalant, well-informed vibe to you guys. So appreciate and dog, y'all. And Dog Nation, before we let you go, Keegan, you did mention this is this is the biggest game of the week, and it's going to have a Hollywood type of uh, feel to it. And hopefully, the game is uh, Hollywood with us coming out on top. But would a blackout game make it even more hype than it's already bound to be? Man, I think so, and it looks like the fans are planning on blacking out. So I know I'm wearing black. Just you I'll, know, I'll be wearing black. I'm wearing black I'm right now. Do I don't think I'm gonna wash this shirt. <laughs> we, <laughs> right, and we talked about it a little bit before we hopped on here. Um, a lot of people have been made aware of, um, or have heard whispers about this new red light that they have put in at Stanford Stadium. Will that 
will that red light glow, you know, on a bunch of black jerseys, or is that, you know, for a later day? I know Kirby Smart isn't, he's not, you know, bothered any bit by what jerseys we wear. And I really love that mindset that he has. But if they come out of that tunnel, whether it's at, before kickoff or after halftime in black jerseys, bro, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to lose it. Just thinking back to that 2007 <laughs> Auburn game. Oh my gosh, when they were just Soldier Boy, bro. Soldier, people were listening to Soldier Boy back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? And That's like, crazy. I, I was watching some videos and I got just straight goosebumps. It, it was insane. I would love that if they don't. Okay, but. Like you said, I'm gonna be in black, and that's just what it is. Well, back in black, if you will, for the you know for the for information. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. I think I hope it's a little like a H G Wells book, and we have some more on the world's glow across the classic city, and maybe a little nighttime uh, nighttime glisten for the uh, <laughs> for the blood moon that is <laughs> coming for Notre Dame. So. Mm-hmm. And Dog Nation. Uh, I know there's a lot of you guys out there, regardless of where you are watching it. If you're in Athens, if you're in Atlanta, or anywhere in between, uh, far and wide, and you are a part of anything UGA chaos, uh, you know, hop on the IG, take a couple pictures, take a couple videos, and send it over to at Dogs Off the Leash. Uh, we'd love to showcase your guys' time uh, and put it on our page because I just got a feeling that this one's going to be one uh, for the memory books. And uh, you know, I'd love to put your guys' stuff up and just kind of showcase how we get down on a Saturday afternoon, especially when college game day is in town. Uh, We love you guys. You have a great time, and we can't wait to celebrate with you as soon as we get this W, okay? Heck, yeah. Keegan, I appreciate it. And as always, off the leash. (laughs) Off the leash. (laughs) I'll see you guys. All right, go dogs. See ya.